Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Massively huge weekend in the NFL. Massively huge weekend for Daniel Jones and the Giants. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Christopher Montavious Canty, good morning. You like going with Montavious for the middle name, man. Have I done that before? Yeah, you've done that several times, actually. I, it, might, it must be a default like or a go-to. A wild middle name. But, I, don't, yeah. I don't know why that is. It must be yeah. some sort of default or go-to in my head. Yeah, when I have probably the most mundane middle name that you could actually ask for. Lee, is it not? Is it yeah, Lee? That is correct. That Lee. is correct. I'll that give you $100 if you name. know my middle name. I have no idea what your maiden name is. And we're going to keep it that way. Maiden yeah. name? It's Kenton Carlin in for name. Middle name, maiden name, whatever. You know what? Let's just go. Yeah. Here we go! Go, go! Only one place to start. And that is with the New York Giants this weekend. And on wild card weekend, it may end up being the best of the games. Because when you look at the quarterbacks who are out this weekend, Lamar Jackson, Tua Tungavailoa, you look at games that are evenly matched. This game is a three-point spread in favor of the Minnesota Vikings Sunday at 4.30. And, Kenty, uh, that means that if this was on a neutral field, it, was, it would, in essence, be a pick And this ultimately is a game that is massive for the future of Daniel Jones and the Giants. And I have to tell you, I... I I look at his season, and I know so many people have been so complimentary of it, and they feel great about it, and they feel like they finally have um, unlocked the the problems with Daniel Jones. I am not there. I still believe that even though he has not turned the football over, that this is not a guy that I want to keep on a five-year, a $200 million contract, and yet... Even if he plays, like, to me, he would have to play lights out in this postseason and get the Giants to an NFC championship game if I was going to go beyond the next couple of years with Daniel Jones. I hear where you're coming from, Colin, but it's going to be uncomfortable for the New York Giants because Daniel Jones is going into free agency unencumbered. They declined to exercise his fifth-year option, uh, and I'm not saying that that was the wrong decision, but this was the risk you run when you go down that road where if Daniel Jones put together a solid season and the team got to the playoffs, there are going to be a lot of suitors in 2023 to try to get Daniel Jones to be their starting quarterback for the foreseeable future. So I think the Giants are in a real sticky spot right now with Daniel Jones in terms of trying to navigate what the cost would be to keep him around. But I don't think there's any conversation about whether or not he deserves the opportunity to be QB1 going into 2023. He's your guy. It's just a matter of being able to work it out where you can have a contract that you can feel good about moving forward, knowing that if he were to regress, you can move off of him, similar to what we saw with the Raiders and Derek Carr this year. Oh, Okay, but if that's the case, how much does the dynamic change on that contract based on what happens this weekend, based on what happens in the next couple of weeks? Because I would be thoroughly confident and, and very comfortable with a three-year, $100 million contract. Yeah, but it's going to be Carlin. I get what you what you're saying, and I think most Giants fans, and quite frankly, people in the building, would feel comfortable with that. But Daniel Jones, if he goes out there and plays well against the Minnesota Vikings, win or lose, is going to command more than that on the open market. And we got to keep this in mind when we start talking about contracts and free agency. The franchise tag is the negotiating tool that all players will use, and the franchise tag is projected to be thirty two and a half million dollars for. Qu- 
quarterbacks in 2023. Mm -hmm. So that's your starting point. So if you're Daniel Jones, you're saying, this is what I want on average annual value, and there's going to be a team that's going to push past that third year, maybe go four years, maybe go five years at that number, and it's at that point if you're the New York Giants, you have to make a decision. Are we actually going to tag this guy and run the risk of losing Saquon Barkley in free agency? Or are we going to go ahead and pay this guy the fourth or fifth year on the contract? It's, it's a tough spot that, they, that they're in, but we also have to keep in mind, Carlin, the owner said before the season that this franchise did everything they possibly could to screw up Daniel Jones. And Daniel Jones is still here. Daniel Jones found a way to get this team into the postseason. And now I think the Giants are faced with you know, the best-case scenario in terms of, you know, trying to solidify their quarterback position. They have an in-house candidate that can get them to the postseason. Now it's just a matter of being able to make the money work. Uh, Okay, but Canty, ultimately, though, you can't be fooled if you're the Giants by what this season has been. And I'm not talking about being fooled completely by Daniel Jones. Let's, Let's call it what it is. He's a good runner. 700 yards, he's accounted for, uh, what, 22, 23 touchdowns this year altogether, altogether, has thrown for 3,200 yards, and I, trust me, I am aware of his lack of weapons on that offense, outside of Saquon Barkley, but this team is very much a product of having a new head coach, a new energy, and putting together an unexpected season. But they are not constructed for the long-term success. If you were to tell me that I can't risk Daniel jo- losing Daniel Jones because over the next two to three years, I've got a legitimate chance at a Super Bowl, well, then I'd buy that. But they don't have a legitimate chance at a Super Bowl. I think this year, for the Giants, getting to where they've gotten is fool's gold in a lot of ways. I think we have seen this with other head coaches. I mean, look... We've seen this with Adam Gase. I mean, for Pete's sake, in his first year, they went to the playoffs down in Miami. And what happened after that? I'm not going to tell you that Brian Dable is going to be Adam Gase. But we have seen this kind of first-year reaction before for a team that does not have the talent. Remember, coming in, the entire idea was just basically eat it on the cap for this season and clean it up over the next couple. Yeah, but you're underestimating how embarrassed ownership was about how – the last decade of Giants football has been, Carlin. Think about this. Coming into this year, seven of the last eight seasons were double-digit loss seasons. Like Daniel Jones got to a point in his development where he was capable of being a cornerstone on a playoff-caliber team, and he proved that this year. Carlin, I said it. When this team started off 6-2 and two, going into their bye week, the second half of the season was going to be a referendum on Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. And if they could find their way into the playoffs – that means that there's a path for the franchise to bring both of those guys back in 2023. I think we're there now. It's just a matter of what do those deals ultimately look like and do the Giants draw a line in terms of what they're willing to pay Daniel Jones and if Daniel Jones's market commands more than that, are they willing to deal with the repercussions of it, which is letting him walk and not necessarily having a succession plan. I think that's a dicey place to be for a franchise that hasn't had a lot of sustained success and a fan base that's been starved for a team to be able to put together consecutive winning seasons. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. Then there's the game itself. And 
the idea that the Giants are underdogs in this game is just silly. 90%, 90% of the money is on the Giants in this game. Are people right to back them here? Boy, no. The answer to me is no. I They could win this game, sure, but should you have that level of confidence in them? Well, it's based a lot more on the lack of confidence in the Minnesota Vikings who went out there and no matter what the circumstances were, we do have to give credit to the fact that it was a team that won 12 games this season. Yeah, it was a team that won 12 games this season. I, I, I'm with you. I mean, well, first of all, they won 13 games this season. 13. Carl, so let, let's get that out there first. Yeah. And they set an NFL record for wins in a in one-score games in an NFL regular season. So we'll give them credit where credit is due. I think that's a characteristic that plays well once you get to the postseason, having the confidence to perform and be on the right side of the outcome when it comes to close games. So I, I, I think that's something that's being a little bit understated in this. But going into week 18, both of these two teams had negative point differentials, and I think that's a solid indicator about how good a team actually is. So they're more evenly matched than you would anticipate, and all you need to know is the Christmas Eve game, Carlin, came down to a 61-yard field goal, and that was a game where the Giants had two-plus territory turnovers, and they had a block punt in the fourth quarter that led to a Minnesota touchdown. So this is going to be a, a really closely contested game because, quite frankly, that's all these two teams play is closely contested games. What it'll come down to is the quarterback that can avoid the consequential mistake and what a player outside of the quarterback can step up and make the plays. For the Vikings, that's Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson. And for the New York Giants, that's Saquon Barkley. That is what's going to decide the outcome of this game. There's no doubt in my mind. Look, I'm with you on the point differential. I'm with you uh, for the most part on not having a ton of faith in what the Vikings have done this year because it has been based a lot around one-score games. One thing to point out about the point differential in their case is they did get beat by 37 in one game. And so that that does play a little bit of a role there. How much are we going to knock them for that? I ultimately expect the Vikings to win this game. And I I get why people, it, it has been popular to bet against them. But do I expect Kirk Cousins to go out there and light it up? No, but I expect him to be good enough. I expect him to, to throw for 270 and two touchdowns in this game when you have the weapons that you do on that offense. When you have Justin Jefferson over there, Canty, you have to be able to do that. Well, Carlin, you can expect that, but I'll say this. The Minnesota Vikings... There have been games where they have not looked good outside of the Dallas Cowboys game or the Philadelphia Eagles game. Did we forget about that Indianapolis Colts game the week before they played the Giants? Mm, true. They were down 33 to nothing at halftime. Yes, they were. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, so, so think about that. Like to the Indianapolis Colts, a team that the Giants beat the brakes off of in week 17 in order to punch their ticket to the postseason. So, by no means is Minnesota a team that should scare the New York Giants. I think it's a matter of sticking to the formula that got you here, which is a heavy dose of the run game, being physical on both sides of the line of scrimmage, and then ultimately relying on Saquon or Daniel to be the difference in uh, in a couple of plays when it comes to situational football. That was the one thing that stood out to me the last time we saw Daniel Jones on the field. When they played the Colts, and granted the Colts were rolling with Nick Foles as their quarterback, so it felt like a team that was shutting it down. But the thing that I noticed and the thing that we have to give Daniel Jones credit for is being great in situational football. Carlin in the red zone against the Colts, 
passing. Daniel Jones was three for five for two touchdowns. And then he had two rush attempts for two touchdowns in the red zone. I think that's going to absolutely be critical. The other thing is not turning the football over. The Minnesota Vikings are top 10 in takeaways. The Giants cannot afford to give the ball away in this type of situation in the playoff environment. We know how young quarterbacks making their playoff debut struggle. Last year, quarterbacks not named Joe Burrow were 0 for 3 in their playoff debuts, and each of them had multiple turnovers. That is not something that the New York Giants can afford from Daniel Jones. And so protecting the football is going to be absolutely paramount. We want you to be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Should all of this faith, should 90% of the money be on the Giants in this game. Do you have the faith in the Giants to go to Minnesota and to win this game? And are the Vikings being disrespected? Lines are open now at 888-729-3776. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app in just moments. Canty has got a big, big problem with one of our analysts. I'm going to step aside and get my popcorn ready in just moments. Time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And the give is to Barkley. Straight ahead into the end 
fantasy playoffs. Whatever the seeds are, the seeds are. We'll prepare as hard as we can to uh, go play a really good football team in a hostile environment. You don't think this team's going to beat the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota? There's no question in my mind that the Giants will win that game. I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I know it sounds like we pile on him. This is Kirk Cousins' moment that show that he can do it under the bright lights. He's facing a defense that he should be able to pick apart. Cousins back to pass. Touchdown Vikings! One of the many, many games this weekend, and probably one of the best ones for sure. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Uh, what exactly does this weekend mean for Daniel Jones? We will get that answer in just moments. Plus, Chris Canty has to take Tim Hasselbeck to task over Dak Prescott. Just and, a little bit. Just and, a little bit. And it's going to be ugly, and I might just leave the room. I don't know. We'll get to that in 30 seconds. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. The AutoZone Fix Finder service not only identifies the check engine light code, but also helps identify the most likely cause of the check engine light being on. The information provided by the free AutoZone Fix Finder service is verified by data from over 5.5 million ASC services certified technicians with over 5,600 locations nationwide. AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Hit the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-SAY-ESPN. Lines are open right now on the Giants and Vikings. If the Vikings are being disrespected and Kirk Cousins as well. We'll get to that in just a second, but we welcome in ESPN NFL analyst Tim Hasselbeck who joins us right now. We appreciate it. How's it going? It's going great. I, I want to hear what the issue is with Dak. What's, what's the... Chris oh, no, 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 no. My issue, no, my issue is not with Dak, so excuse my partner for fat-handing the, the tease. I didn't fat-hand anything. Issue, you were my, killing my, him this morning. No, killing my issue was with Lamar up. Jackson, but we'll get to that. We'll get to the <laughs> Lamar Jackson of it all first. But, Tim, we got to start with a team that both you and I were associated with, the New York Football Giants, and they're on the road this weekend in Minnesota. This is a pick... For a lot of people, when it comes to the underdogs that can pull mm-hmm. off the upset in wild card weekend, but where Daniel Jones is right now in his career, knowing that he's headed for free agency in 2023, what kind of contract has Daniel Jones played himself into going into this offseason, considering where the Giants are at right now? Yeah, I think it's a great question. I think he is. I think there's a mid-tier class of quarterbacks in terms of contracts, and so Daniel Jones. Um, I think Geno Smith could end up being, you know, kind of in this realm where the, the league will view them as a starting quarterback, but you know you may not have as many suitors as somebody else would have who's on the market, say like a Derek Carr, who I think the, um, you know, the market will speak higher of. So do I think he's a starter? Yes, I think he's a starter. Is he a starter at, like we saw Kyler Murray get, you know, recently get a deal, at that, ty- at that level? No, I don't think he's a starter at that level. And so I do think that we will see kind of a mid-tier of starting quarterback money emerge. And that's a bit of a contrast. You think about what happened to uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick a few years ago. Remember, Ryan Fitzpatrick has that good year with the Jets. Clearly, the Jets wanted him to be their starter, but they didn't want to commit to him long-term and say, hey, this is starting quarterback money around the league. We're going to do that. And so they said to him, like, go test the market. Go see what's out there for you. He did and ultimately came back, I think at the time, it was like a, a one-year, $12 million deal. So if starting quarterbacks are making $40 million plus a year, 
like where, like what's that mid tier look like? Is it $30 million? And it might be around that for players like Geno Smith, Daniel Jones. And it's funny that you bring up Fitzpatrick because I kind of compare this Giants team to that jet team, that jet team. It was the first year Todd Bowles and it was a team that went out and won 10 games but you couldn't be fooled into thinking that that was really a team that was constructed for the long term. Does it feel that same way about the Giants, or are they constructed to have more success long term? Um, look, I think it's different. Like, the quarterback situation is different. Like, Daniel Jones, obviously, much younger than Fitz at that mm-hmm. point. Um, you know, so I think there are some, some different scenarios with that. I do think that the Giants defensively have some really good players to build around. Um, I think the the part in terms of, hey, is this sustainable going forward is, you know, the quarterback and running back are not under contract for next year. Like, that's the part for me. And I think you can almost look at a team like the Tennessee Titans and say, well, does it feel like this? The Titans were in a situation where, you know, Ryan Tannehill came in and played for Marcus Mariota. He needed a new deal. Derrick Henry had played. He needed a new deal. And so they signed both of those guys, you know, then they had success. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, did we, did we do the right thing in this scenario? And if you look at the Titans right now, I think you could easily make the argument that they did not, Um, you know, while at the time it felt like, and just like it would feel like at the Giants right now, Chris, like, all right, if you're the Giants, like, do you want Daniel Jones back? Like, yeah, man, he's done a great job this year. He's played under all this pressure, especially if they win a playoff game. Do you want Saquon back? Of course we want Saquon back. Like, he's healthy. Look what he's done this year. But is that the best thing for your organization three years from now? It might not be. Fair question to ask. We're talking with Tim Hasselback, NFL analyst on, on Greeny, and this is Canty and Carlin filling in for Greeny. And, Tim, we got to talk about our esteemed colleague and your quarterback brother in Dan Orlovsky, who came out with his quarterback confidence list going into the playoffs and ranked the 14 quarterbacks in this postseason and had Dak Prescott 12th. Now, the big reason was the turnovers. Dak has had 15 giveaways since week eight. And my question to you is, what's been the biggest issue with Dak and the turnovers? So I did this for Get Up. I went and said, all right, let's start in the beginning of September, or excuse me, beginning of December. You know, because he was injured, he came back, and so there's a bit of adjustment. I said, all right, so let's just look at over the last month. So so first game in December, I think it was December 4th or 6th, something like that. He's had nine interceptions since that point. I went back and looked at him. I was like, all right, you know what, like, let me see a theme that's going to emerge from looking at all of these. You know, the, the biggest theme that showed up was guys around him not playing well. Like, there are four interceptions that are 100% from somebody else. So Michael Gallup falls in a game against the Colts. His arm gets hit against the Texans. Um, against the Titans, he's, uh, a ball goes off a tight end's chest and gets tipped uh, and intercepted. And then Jacksonville, ball off of a receiver's hands that gets intercepted and run back for a score. That's four interceptions of the nine that – were either a guy falling down, dropping a pass, guy getting beat up front, like, excuse me. So in those scenarios, I think, like, I think we are in some ways overreacting to Dak's turnovers because it quarterback is still a dependent position. And I think guys around him have failed him. And Tim, I wanted to follow up with that because Carlin and I floated out the idea 
of the Amari Cooper departure having uh, an adverse impact or a negative impact on Dak this season. Could that be a part of what we're seeing as Dak is going through this adjustment period with C.D. Lamb graduating to being the number one receiver? Yeah, I think there's elements of that. I think missing time because he was injured is is part of that. Look, Aaron Rodgers lost a great receiver. Um, you know, he had been historically good at throwing touchdowns and not interceptions. You know, no Devontae Adams this year, and all of a sudden, you know, it was a struggle for much of the season. So, yeah, I think that can end up being part of it. I guess I would just say this, unequivocally, you know, confidence level or, you know, however you want to rank them, Dak Prescott's good enough to win a Super Bowl and can play well enough to win a Super Bowl. Now, look, it doesn't mean they're going to go to Tampa and win. It doesn't mean there's no guarantees with any of that. But, uh, you know, I just feel like there's this, um, you know, we sound the alarm so much on the Cowboys. They get so much attention. Look, that's part of part of the deal. But, um like to me, Dak Prescott is not holding this football team back. Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst. Last one for me. The Ravens clearly have some sort of a problem with Lamar Jackson right now as to what what they are comfortable doing long term. Can they fix this problem? Because Canty and I are both of the opinion, not that he's malingering or anything, but had he already gotten a contract, he might be out there this weekend. Well, I think because of the way that John Harbaugh has talked about his quarterback when asked about it, gives us that feeling. Like, John Harbaugh can make it very clear and say, look, he's injured. He had a serious injury. Look, he's not going to be back. He's doing everything in his power to get back as fast as he can. Like, that's not the tone in how Harbaugh's talked about it. He's talked about it as if he has a player that's holding out. I mean, that's how he's talked about it. And so – Look, so we end up being left to to read into it that way. I think the bigger concern going forward for me with Lamar Jackson would be this. Um, he's won a league MVP. He's had a, a point where he has been the most dominant player in the league. But we now are at a point where he's only played 12 games each of the last two seasons. He's 25 years old, starting quarterbacks that have, have his accomplishments are around the $50 million a year range and want the vast majority of it guaranteed over a five-year stretch. What is he going to look like as a player with the things that make him great right now? What is he going to look like a player when he's 30 years old making $50 million? Uh, That, to me, does not sound great for the long-term future of the Baltimore Ravens it just doesn't Mm. and he by the way just told us he's got a he's got instability in his knee Mm -hmm. like uh like so look he's going to make a lot of money from somewhere I I get the apprehension of playing if you're not 100 percent he's made 32 million dollars when this season's over playing the quarterback position he's essentially guaranteed 40 playing on the franchise tag I he's on the doorstep of making a lot of money I get the apprehension. I also get the apprehension of anybody that doesn't want to pay him a contract that would pay him that kind of money over five years. Tim? Okay, so Tim, I got to push back a little bit because this is where right. I had an issue for what you said on Get Up. I get that he's only played in 12 games each of the past two seasons and has missed a ton of time down the stretch. Yep. But we also have to keep in mind when saying that he played well enough in the 12 games this year where his team could qualify for the playoffs. You're talking about this team being in the position that they're in because of Lamar Jackson. And since he's been there in the five years, he's been a Raven. 
they've made the playoffs four times. So there's that piece of it. You mentioned the league MVP. We also have to talk about how quarterbacks evolve as their career continues to unfold. Lamar Jackson is by no means a finished product. I mean, we've seen quarterbacks that came in utilizing their legs and graduate to being players that can win from the pocket with their arm. I, I just... I, yeah, I don't, Chris, uh, Chris, I, don't, I agree with that. I mean, guys can get better, but but are you pl- paying a guy that you're not sure if he can graduate and become a better passer? Like, are you paying him $50 million a year because you're like, yeah, you know, I think this guy may improve. I think that you're paying a guy $50 million a year because you're like, nope, unequivocally, he is one of the very best in the game. I, I would just say this, like, yeah, he got him, you know, played well enough to get him in the playoffs, but he's not available, not available in the playoffs. It's, I'll tell you what, it is an amazingly interesting discussion that's going to go on around Lamar Jackson here in the coming weeks. Tim, appreciate it, man. Thanks. All right, thank you, guys. Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN NFL analyst. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers. Apply online today. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Carlin, he's not available in the playoffs. He doesn't have the financial security that he's looking for long term. If you gave him that contract before the season started with, or better yet, you gave him that contract after his third year, would he be available to play this weekend? I think he probably would. Exactly. I think he probably would. So, I mean, this is a situation of the Ravens' own doing by not paying him as soon as they could, by not paying this guy after he won an MVP, right after he won a road playoff game, they allowed the market to continue to explode at the quarterback position, and now they have to deal with the reality of this new marketplace due to the Deshaun Watson contract in Cleveland. You are preaching to the choir on this one, my friend. Mr. Hasselbeck disagrees. Eh, I, I, I think he's improved enough as a passer to where he's one of the most dynamic players in the game and has already won an MVP. I don't know what they are waiting on. It well, is- here's the other thing, Carlin. Mm. What's your alternative? Tell me how you're better we'll off as an organization <laughs> Moving off of Lamar Jackson. I don't know well, what that is. Canty, there is an alternative, and we'll tell you what that is in just moments, plus your calls at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We've got a few of you on the lines. So we're going to get to you in moments on the Giants and the Vikings this weekend. And exactly if the Vikings and Kirk Cousins are being disrespected, and if Daniel Jones deserves a four- or five-year contract if he plays exceptionally well in the playoffs. It is all on the docket after we tell you about this from our friends at FanDuel. NFL wildcard weekend is here, and the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today to get started with a $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props, so don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, 
Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Greeny, the podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Dr. Pepper call-in line is lit. Let's do it. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Don't forget, though, Bucks Heat tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time on ABC and ESPN Radio. I think it's safe to say Giannis is going to be in the zone. In the zone. Brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Vinny in Staten Island will start us off on ESPN Radio today on the Giants and the Vikings. Vincenz, what's up, baby? Colin, how are you? Good. I think you're insane. Your whole take on Daniel Jones. The guy is the second best quarterback in the NFC right now. Uh-oh. You got to pay this guy what he's worth. How would you feel if you were Kyla Mu- Arizona with Kyla Murray, five foot nine midget who plays video games all day? <laughs> you got a guy in Daniel Jones, six five, cannon for an arm, can run like the wind, and he's got no weapons to throw to. This guy, you got to lock him up because there is nobody else out there. Listen, I mean, I, if you're saying he's the second best in the NFC, I want some of what he's smoking. Yeah, I mean, he's the second best, maybe in the division, maybe, maybe, maybe. If is you're it, drafting quarterbacks in the NFC East, he's not the second best quarterback in that division. Stop yourself. I, but I just he's said ba- ba- based on how he played this year, and because of the late turnovers by Dak, but maybe and. The No, the rest of it, listen, you can look around the conference, and I get where your point's coming from. Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. He played exceptionally well this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he better than Kirk Cousins? Probably. No, eh. I'm not willing to say that. No. Kirk Cousins is top five in passing touchdowns. I can't okay. say. He's Let's be- keep this in mind, Carla. Is he Daniel Jones than- has had 15 touchdown passes this year. Okay? Yes, yes. 15 20, touchdown Chris, passes. 22 total touchdown passes. Yeah, no, you can no, look at QBR no, no, if you want. 22 total touchdowns. He's got seven uh, yeah, rushing 22 touchdowns. 22 total touchdowns, yes. 15 passing touchdowns. Yes. Like, think about that now. Like, that's very pedestrian 
for a starting quarterback that plays well, double-digit games. Canty, here's what somebody's going to do if they're making that argument. They're going to look, oh, look at his QBR this year. He was seventh best in the league. Look at the numbers comparatively speaking. Carson Wentz's QBR last year was seventh. What kind of quarterback is he? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, next on Canty and Carlin in for a greenie. Let's see. My screen, of course, just went away. Let's hit uh, Bruce up in Canada next on ESPN Radio. Hey, Bruce. How are you doing? Oh, we're doing great. Good. I enjoy your program. I got to say, since uh, Kirk Cousins joined the Vikings, 153 TDs, fourth. 20,934 yards, fourth. 46 wins, sixth. 100.9 rating, sixth. 67.8 completion percentage, second. Yards per attempt, 7.6, sixth. 1.8. You haven't gotten to the most important stat rate, yet. Fifth. And 16 game-winning drives. Drives. Okay, all great. So how, how many? Love how many playoff wins? Cousins? How many playoff wins since he got to the Vikings? Did he not go into uh, the Saints and beat Drew Brees? L- listen, the point about Kirk Cousins is around the fact that over the last several years, whenever it has come to a big situation, he has not played well. And that's why the lack of faith is there. The point on on Cousins is, even in winning a playoff game, he is not there to win one or two playoff games. He's there to get them further, and they won 13 games this year. They're expecting more, Chris. Yeah, there's no question about it. The pay scale matters when you start setting the expectations for what a quarterback is going to deliver for your team. And think about what Kirk Cousins is making, Carlin. It ain't... It ain't chump change, man. He's one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the National Football League with an average salary of $35 million a year. Like, that's not a little bit of money. So, I mean, that's the situation that you're looking at with Cousins. Can he continue to, you know, push this Minnesota Vikings team to the point where they can compete for championships? That's why they paid him all that money. That's why they signed him in free agency way back when. And, Carlin, here's the deal. You could make the excuse several years ago that you had a defensive-minded coach in Mike Zimmer that was you know, playing everything close to the vest, not willing to take a whole lot of chances, not willing to take a whole lot of risk. But you have Kevin O'Connell now, an offensive-minded head coach, to try to blend and have a good relationship with your quarterback and accentuate his strengths. You got one of the best wide receivers, if not the best wide receiver in the NFL, in Justin Jefferson. They made the trade at the deadline for T.J. Hawkinson. Chris. What's the excuse now if Kirk Cousins can't go on a deep playoff run? Did they trade for Kirk Cousins for this to be the second playoff appearance in five years and you've won one playoff game? Well, they signed him in free agency. Well, when, the when they got him, yeah. I meant. Yeah. When they got him in, uh, for the 2018 season. Was this what they had in mind? Probably more than this yeah. with the amount of money that they were paying him. And speaking of the amount of money that the... the uh, I'm sorry, Carlin. I sold him short. I said $35 million. He actually made $40 million this year. Oh, $40 okay. million dollars in cash this year to Kirk Cousins from the Vikings. He's $40 made, million. Dollars. Has he made over... No, he hasn't made over $200 million yet. He's made probably between $150 and $200 million from Kirk the Vikings Cousins alone. Career earned, Kirk Cousins' No, no, no. From the Vikings alone. $155 million from the Vikings so far. There you go. And one playoff And he's win. made over $200 million in his career. One playoff win so far. That's yeah. the other problem. For $155 million. That's what you got. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. The alternative to not signing Lamar Jackson, to trading away Lamar Jackson, is a simple one. Plan B, everybody gets fired. 
That's what your alternative is at this point. And we were talking about this a few minutes ago. Canty, it's absurd, just absolutely absurd that the Ravens will not just own up to what this situation is, no matter what Deshaun Watson got. Sorry. As you put yesterday on our show, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern, Canty and Carlin, what, I'm sorry that the price tag today is not what it was yesterday. Yeah, Fat Joe said it. Yesterday's price ain't today's price. That's the yeah. reality of where And the you Ravens screwed up by not paying him yesterday. <laughs> well, Carlin, that's the thing. They could have paid him after the 2020 season when he had a road playoff win down in Nashville against the Titans. They did not pay him. They elected not to pay him. And after that moment, you knew whenever Lamar Jackson signed, because he was moving closer to free agency, he was going to be the highest paid player in football. They didn't do it. Now, this is their bed. They got to lay in it. But I would say this, Carlin, if he had the contract, he'd be playing this weekend. for listening to Greeny the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.